Hey there, this show is not for kids, although the content is very childish. Hi guys. Hi. So here's what's happening. What happened was, um, it's falling. You're gonna break this one too. I, stop. Hey, you will. We're down a microphone. We are. Uh, so we're both um, cheek to cheek. Yeah. <laughs> On one mic. <laughs> we're sitting on the couch. We're both talking into the same mic, and we're trying to like sort of. If I have something to say, I'm gonna nudge you out of the way. Don't don't politely. do that. No. I'm gonna do it. Movement. I have to fight you. We're pushing, pushing each other right you now. It's very hard. Cheeks. No, go, go over there. No, go. It's over. like bumper cars. What do I have ah. to say is more important. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, so um, have you ever? <laughs> Welcome to Will and Courtney's Word Club, a podcast where we make up words for. Things that don't have them or situations, you know, whatever you like to say. Right. Usually the sound is a little bit more produced because there's two microphones or sitting across from each other and recording it. This time it's a little more uh, bohemian. Bohemian. Because we're on the same mic. I dropped the other one a couple of weeks ago and actually it's been surviving okay. Just today we plugged it in and it was not making sound. It it did. It died. It did. R.I.P. You know what the weirdest part about this is? Not what? Not just What's recording that? on one mic. Recording on one mic, cheek to cheek, is not that weird. Get your face <laughs> off my face. Sorry, what were you saying? The weirdest part, like Stetler or Waldorf shut over here. Up. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest part is that when we're talking, we can't talk to each other. So usually in a podcast setup, we're like sitting across from each other. So, like, I have one mic, and I'm sitting, and I'm facing Will, so we're talking to each other. So we can see each other as we're talking. We're sitting cheek to cheek, like, and we can't see each other. We're just, like, we're looking out. I'm hearing you out of my left ear only. I see you in my perifs. (laughs) (laughs) But only one side of my perifs. So we're going to be, in this episode, we're going to be giving you two, ah, licks me. (laughs) This isn't going to last very long. We're going to be giving you two uh, definitions of new words that now you are making mouth sounds in my ear. Two words that have never been made before. They're brand new English words. We might have some segments like we uh, woo-woo, which is words we wish we wrote, or sling and slang. Sling and slang. slang. And this is, uh, I'm just saying, if this is the first time you're listening, welcome uh, you might also want to listen to another episode. <laughs> yeah, so that you can see, like, if it's what good it's or not. What it's normally like. This is not <laughs> a good reference. I mean, maybe it is. Welcome to 2020. This is how we're doing things now. That's right. At least this will be for the next few weeks until we get a new mic. I have words. You have words. We both have words. Would you? Yes. Would you like to start? Can you get off my mouth? <laughs> I can't. We're sitting right in front of each other. Ah, you licked me again. Okay. She licked me again, guys. This is my turn. Stop moving the microphone towards yourself. It's my turn. Well, uh, we can both talk about it. Just because it's your turn doesn't mean you're the only person allowed to talk about it. There we go. Hello. I'm back. Can we? Okay. I'm going to turn it towards me while I'd say my word. And then when it's your words, you can say it. You can turn it towards you. 
And you can have your commentary, but like we'll move it to the middle whenever I'm done at least explaining my word. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to yell loud enough that they can still hear me. Oh my God. My eyes got stuck in the back of my head. Wow, that's great. What a good word you had just now. Ha 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 ha. My first word is smockle. Okay, now I'm going to move the mic back. Okay. It's smockle. <laughs> Damn it. All right, we're talking like this now. The mic is pointing in the air. <laughs> All right, the word you just said is smockle? Yes. I'm going to guess that smockle is when you get something on a smock, like an apron or something like that. No. Okay. That's not correct. But I tried. You did. What is a smockle? Okay, so smockle. Two smockle. A smockle. <gasps> okay. Is something small that your partner does that you don't notice. Oh, that's cute. It sounds negative. It's not. No, I see how that's not. You're celebrating weirdness in your partner, and your partner's weird, and you love him for it. And exactly. Yeah. So, like, for example, one of the things that, one of the smockles that you do is, like, you like the toilet paper to be a certain way. I do. To, like, lay a certain way. I don't know how you lay, like, but you will go in, and you will fix the way that the toilet paper is laying whenever I put it on the roll. You so put it, it in so that you have to get the toilet paper out of the bottom and the back of the toilet paper roll. Mm-hmm. And I would rather it be flipped the other way so that you get the toilet paper off of the top and front of the toilet paper roll. Okay. See, those are th- you make those adjustments. I don't notice or care. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have a preference and on the toilet paper. And it's good that you don't care. It would be more dramatic if you were very like anti-front top and very pro bottom back. Right. So the thing about a smockle is like you as one of the partners probably don't care about this little thing that really bothers your partner, but they go around sort of like a little like well-to-do elf and like make little adjustments <laughs> in the house to make themselves more comfortable. And it's something so small and so minute that you don't even really notice it, but it makes them feel comfortable. It makes them feel more at home and you kind of just like Every once in a while, maybe they'll tell you something, or maybe you will notice a little thing, and you'll be like, oh, they must yeah. have done that. You didn't notice nice. the toilet paper thing until I, I told you that I moved it. Yeah. No, yeah. you told me that you change it every time, and I was like, wow, really? Every time? Why? Because <laughs> I like it a certain way. I didn't notice that. I didn't know that you liked it a certain way. Well, I didn't like it a certain way enough that I would ever ask you to do it a certain way. Right. right. It's only enough that I, when I'm sitting next to the toilet paper and have nothing else to do, because I mm-hmm. forgot my phone, I will look at it and take the two seconds to flip it over for myself. Gotcha. But if it was, yeah, it's not a big enough thing that I'm going to be mad at you for doing it the wrong way or whatever. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. Right. I'm not an alien. I'm not like, I'm not like, I cannot function unless the toilet paper is on a certain side. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, mine for me is like uh, whenever I'm washing dishes, I like the uh, the cups and the bowls to be face down. That's right. And I think that that makes it easier. Like if you have a lot of dishes to do that, like you can stack them and they can still dry. Um, but that's something we did talk about because I thought that when you put a cup or a bowl face down when it's drying, the inside of it doesn't touch the air and so it doesn't dry and it gets moldy. That's not correct. Okay. <laughs> That's fake science, I think. Well, you're probably right. I don't know. I've always done the dried my dishes and stuff face down. So 
I've just always, uh, that's just one of those little things. Like when we're doing dishes together, you'll put your stuff face up and I'll put it face down. And so you can tell who, who did it. And sometimes I will like switch your stuff around because it bothers me a little bit, but not enough to like, yeah, have a, you know, be like, all right, Baba, you have to do the dishes like this. Otherwise, it's never a point of contention. Yeah. We never argue about it. Right. It's weird. It reminds me of putting the cups up or down in the in the cabinet. Because mm-hmm. people, 99% of people, I think, put them down yeah. so that they can stack on top of them. Mm-hmm. But I worked for a guy one time, and I worked at a studio, which had a kitchen in it. And he would ask that we always put the cups and mugs face up, because if you put them face down, the water will stay inside and not get dry, and it'll make mold form on it, and it'll give you bad bacteria. Or whatever. That guy is dumb. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but I don't think he knew anything about how cups dry. What do you mean? He was a great, smart audio producer. Uh, don't you know that audio producers always know everything about chemical science? Oh, right. There's a. I forgot that one of the core curriculum classes for audio engineering is cup drying 101. <laughs> Man, I love it when you're sarcastic an inch away from my face. This is so good. <laughs> Isn't this so good? Don't, don't the contact. jokes just they land? land right on my nose. <laughs> right on it. We're touching right now. <laughs> this is gross for everybody. I'm so sorry that this is the case. <laughs> oh, man. I have a uh, word. Please say it. My <laughs> <laughs> word. Hey, is, I have a question. Does your other word also start with S? No. Oh. Because I think both mine start with S. Oh, we could have had an S episode. Yeah, you could change yours to start it with S. I'm not going to. Okay. I like my other word. I have a word, and it is slibbin. Slibbin. Yes. And what was your one more time? Smockle. Smockle, slibbin. We're parodies of ourselves. We're just like yep. making bleeps and blorps at this point. Yeah. We are not making bleeps slibbin. and blorps, but we're making bleeples and blorples. Yes, two syllables. You're right. <laughs> Um, my word is slipping. <laughs> We're still so close. <laughs> we can't. This mic sucks. We have to be very close. This is the mic that I use typically. Will uses a good mic. I use a crappy mic. And this is the mic that like you have to eat it. You have to be like right up on it. So yeah. since we're both using it, we both have to be very close to this mic and thus very close to each other. I'm, actually, I'm so close to you that I can't see you because you're too close to me to focus. That's why it's happening. Yeah. My left eye sees your left eye. My right eye sees my... Anyway, my word is slippin'. Okay, slippin'. What do you think it is? Um, is that when you are um, asleep and you wake up suddenly thirsty? That happens to me a lot. I should make a word for that. Or you should. Okay. That's not what it is. Slippin' is something that's related to the time of year it is now, which is cold. Winter. Yeah. The cold times. This is a cold times word. Actually, it happens year-round, but it's especially a cold times word. Uh-huh. A slibbin is when your sleeve bunches up under your jacket. <gasps> it's like a snib. That's right. A snib is when... Man, all our words sound the same. They don't sound the same. A snib is when your When your sock, sock bunches up in your shoe. In your shoe. A slibbin is when your, uh, your, when your sleeve, sleeve bunches, bunches up, up in your jacket. So, okay. Is Did you think of snib when you made this word? I actually didn't. <gasps> wow, what a coincidence. A that, yeah, it was. That's I, embarrassing for you. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out. But it's also like, I feel like it's a congratulatory thing for me because that means that snib was such a good 
yeah, word that I'm piggybacking that, like, off of Snib to without make even realizing it. Right, <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. You're yeah. right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that when you say that. Anyway, hey, like, you're too close to me to f- even see what I'm looking at. You're like, I can't do. <laughs> a slibbin happens especially when you're putting on a jacket, mm-hmm. and you have to like awkwardly hold the end of your sleeve as you put on the jacket over it. Mm-hmm. So that the sleeve doesn't like ride up and be awkward, right? Yeah, like up into your like mine always. If I'm doing like it, always gets stuck like on my elbow. Exactly. Yeah, and then it bunches up. up, and yeah. I remember when I was little, it was actually my like babysitter, mm-hmm. Paulette. I she was the babysitter I had when I was a baby. That is the name. Of, how old was your babysitter? Older than me. But like, is that a dumb thing to say? No, yes. but like. When you like think back to when you were a kid, did you did your babysitter look like she was like about the age of your parents? Did she look like she was uh, about the age of like a little your... older than my maybe ten years older than my oh, parents? Oh, okay. So you had an older babysitter. Yeah. I had a lot of like neighborhood gals being no, my babysitter, yeah. so they were like thirteen when I was eight. <laughs> I very rarely had the neighborhood girl. My dad got a little bit more into the neighborhood girl babysitter thing, but mm-hmm. my mom always like somehow had the hookup for like adult women babysitters. Okay. So I had so older ones. I was going to say Paula is the name of a very old babysitter. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She also calls me every uh, birthday, which is very sweet. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't trying to be like No, mean of course, to her, we're not being mean to Paulette. If she listens Paulette to this, she's seems amazing. Paulette great. Yeah. Anyway, she taught me um, when I was really little because I put my jacket on. And then my sleeve would bunch all the way up and it would be up in, on my arm. Yeah. And she would say like, well, you have to hold, like do the Spider-Man hand pose with your middle fingers, hold your sleeve mm-hmm. and then tug the sleeve of your jacket up and then it stays there. And that was like life changing. Yeah. My dad taught me. Yeah. I feel like it's crazy how you remember who teaches you those little yeah. things in life. A weird tiny thing that you will do a million things, million times in your life, and you're going to remember the person who taught you. Mm-hmm. Wild. And you're going to remember that instance, too, because it's really life-changing. Like, all of your childhood life you've been putting on, like, even when you were a baby, probably, you've been uncomfortable in a jacket because everything just bunches up and it's all stuck up yeah. in your armpits through your... Uh, baby's jacket or whatever yeah and you're all puffy and uncomfortable and the second you can kind of dress yourself and like help yourself out because a parent i feel like a person dressing a child has very little control over like how the clothes are laying on the kid right the kid's not gonna self-correct or anything right yeah. and so it's hard as a parent like to have like your you know dressing your child and like putting your jacket putting their jacket on without having that sleeve bunch up so when you're a kid and you're able to like do that physically and like hold your sleeves down yeah so that your parent can put your jacket on and you like for the first time your arms can move while you're wearing a jacket (laughs) it's a freaking miracle because you're finally like oh my god it's not tight it's not on my shoulders i can move i can run i can dance i can do whatever i want it's just like wearing normal clothes yeah being taught how to do that as a boy is a little bit like when you're taught how to pee standing up finally. <laughs> and yes, that is something you have to be taught. Yeah. Yeah, because you naturally pee sitting down. And then one father figure, powerful man in your life goes, listen, I'm about to blow your mind. <laughs> Did you know? Did you know? Who taught you how to pee standing up? My dad. Yeah. Yep. 
Do you remember the proud, day? Proud moment, yeah. It was March 30th, uh-huh. 2012. Do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It takes a little convincing for a kid, a little boy, that they should pee standing up because it's not as convenient at first. Yeah. You're like, it can get messy. The toilet is right there. I might as well sit down. Mm-hmm. Why, why rob myself of the chance to take a reprieve from life and sit down and enjoy <laughs> sitting down you're such an old man <laughs> ah, uh, why stand i need why to bother sit. stand <laughs> don't i deserve a rest <laughs> i need to read the paper when do i get to read the paper <laughs> if not when i'm peeing then the, when <laughs> the baby times <laughs> oh my god both my little brothers loved the idea of peeing standing up so much so that like they would run over to the bathroom like they would just be like intensely playing and like playing with trains or legos or whatever like you know doing the role play thing that kids do with action figures or whatever and then they would get up to go pee and they would run to the bathroom leave the door wide open not even turn on the lights and just like stand in the bathroom pee for 20 seconds just like pull their little winky out pee for (laughs) (laughs) pee for 10 seconds and then just like Come on back. Like, not washing their hands. They were so, like, the fact that it took no time at all and they could just, like, break away for 10 seconds and pee and come back was, like, so wild to them. And they loved it. I have a vivid memory. uh, And, again, this has nothing to do with Slib and we're talking about pee again. Who cares? I have a vivid memory of I was a little kid. I was at a friend's house. And I was in the bathroom. And I was peeing standing up. I was holding my little winky. <laughs> I was holding it and I was peeing. Um, and like when you're a kid, you like to aim it. And uh-huh. you like to like pee in certain places on the toilet. Sure. Because you can. Uh-huh. And my friend walked in on me. And it was very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But he said, you aim it? <laughs> it's like i just unlocked a cheat code or something yeah. you can aim it you can aim you can do that whoa and then he joined in you guys were yeah. aiming for stuff two player game drawing, player two has joined the game drawing targets and action you know putting things in the toilet trying to hit it did you know that a lot of urinals and bars will actually take a sharpie and draw a fly onto the urinal because studies have shown that people will be more accurate because they're trying to hit the fly. I did not. That's actually true. Oh. I did not make that up. Wow. Anyway, slibbing is when your sleeve punches up in your jacket. Oh, that's a great <laughs> word, honey. <laughs> Thanks. We're I'm touching foreheads now. We Before ready? we go oh. to another word, do you have any woo woos or slangs or any segments? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a short slang. Okay, great. Um, Please do. <laughs> could you quickly describe to me what you, f- what food you gave me right before we started this? A f- what food? Yeah. Oh, it was a lint truffle. Yes. It was uh, so a lint truffle. For those who don't know, is like a uh, it, it, it's by the company Lint. Yep. It's chocolate. Um, these were white chocolate, so it's like a. A solid sphere of chocolate with like a smoother chocolate center. So when you bite into it, it's like a gusher and it kind of explodes, but it's all chocolate. Thank you for that description. You're welcome. That's helpful. I was glad you gave me that lint truffle because my slang actually is lint truffle related. Really? How so? Um, the, here so. This is how so. <laughs> <laughs> this is so how. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. 
stop. Um, my slang is mosquito. Mos- okay. And to mosquito. Uh huh. Is when you bite a hole into the side of a lint truffle and stick your whole goddamn tongue into it. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I yelled into the mic. <laughs> that sounds gross. It's fun. Uh huh. Yeah. That's how you like to eat it. Yeah, you bite a little hole into the side. Mm-hmm. Like she said earlier, there's a little like liquidy center. Mm-hmm. You, you stick your whole goddamn tongue down into it. Ew, that sounds gross. It's great. You want me to do it right now? No, I don't. I'll do it right now. We're out of lint truffles. Oh, man. And I, I did that on purpose. Yeah, that's sad. But yeah. yeah, you stick your whole tongue into it. Your tongue is enveloped in the velvety, chocolatey goodness. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of like, and you just like move your tongue around. I'm sorry to everybody who just Ew. heard that. <laughs> it's great. It's the best way to eat a truffle. Uh-huh. Anybody who has one in their house, I invite you, go over to it, take it out of the wrapper, bite a little hole into it, and just shove your tongue right in there. Now, are you so, is it supposed to be like a tongue-sized hole, or is it supposed to be a small hole that you have to like really shove your tongue into? Depends on how big your tongue is. Okay, let's, let's all pretend that we have an average-sized tongue about the size of your tongue. Let's say it's about... Two and a Here, half describe fingers how, wide. Here's my tongue, if you want to describe how big it is to the audience. Okay, your tongue is maybe an inch and a quarter wide at its most normal width. Look closer. No, <laughs> stop trying to lick me. <laughs> it's not fun. I get it. I've learned my lesson. Ah! Gotcha. <laughs> This so, is going to be the episode you that have everybody a- remembers as the one where they licked each other the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how could you not? We're so close. I know. Um. So, yeah, that's my slang. Cool. It's a short presentation. Great. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want my second word? Yeah. Okay. My second word is oxnew. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Is the end in the O-O? No. Is it you? Yes. That's cool. Yeah. O X N U. Yeah. I like that. Um. Oh no, wait. It's N E W. Why did I say N U? Oh wait, you just pulled the rug out from under me. Now I had to reconsider everything. Yeah. Sorry. Ox new. Uh, when you get new Oxfords, so when you go to Ox- I don't know what is Ox new. Ox new is the awkward feeling of trying something new for the first time. Oh. I guess that should segue into what we did today. Shouldn't yeah. It? Yeah. So today we, for the first time, went to a Korean spa. We sure did. A Korean spa is like a multi-purpose giant thing. It's not just a spa like you think of it. It's like a spa and a gym Mm -hmm. and like a health and wellness center and like- A restaurant. A restaurant. A hotel? Maybe. It's a lot of things. You can stay overnight? You can. But the one we went to is um, very popular and it was very popular today. Uh, it was very, very busy. Um, and so there's three different levels. There's the women's level, there's the men's level, and then there's a co-ed level where it's like... level. You mean like literally levels of the building? Levels of the building, yeah. yeah not like you play these... Level two. Unlike, yeah. No, there's like you go up the stairs, you get to the men's naked place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you go up to second floor is where they will give you the big massages and things you pay for. Yeah. Level three... You go up the stairs is like the co-ed place. They give you a t-shirt and shorts for you to wear. Everybody is wearing the same like dystopian future beige and yellow. Yeah. Like shirt and shorts. No underwear. Nobody's wearing underwear. Nope. And you're mingling about all ages, all genders, all everything. Yeah. 
and you're going into these different like we live saunas. in wild times <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy and so in the like in the co-ed floor and like there's also like a little kid center and computers and stuff so that families go yeah. they have stuff to do yeah add library to it by the way yeah it's a library too it's crazy but there's all these different saunas that have all these different specialties so there's like the like big old hut that's got you know that's just a dry sauna and it's like 200 degrees and then not kidding it was 190 degrees when we went in there yeah it felt awesome it felt really good it's just literally like she described it's like a big human-sized pizza oven yeah you go into it and you sit or lay down i think it was like coal probably coal something like that yeah yeah like a clay brick room and you feel like you're roasting Mm -hmm. and you just sit there and you just roast yeah it's wonderful it's so nice until it's not there's one with jade, so there's lots of jade um, just in the walls and in the ceiling, so like that's getting infused into your body, and then there's a clay room. Yeah. These saunas are all like just like a ray, uh, an array of rooms that are very hot. It's mm-hmm. like all these hot rooms with things in the floors and stuff. Yeah. There's one that had like Himalayan salt, which was really cool. Oh, yeah. That one was uh, that one was very hot, but I also, I like the effect that that had on my skin. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing that was that made me feel a little awkward was definitely being in the women's only area of the sauna. I'm not used to like public baths or uh, just sort locker of rooms. Yeah, locker rooms with lots of like you know with just like general nudity. Um, it's not something I'm. I grew up with. It's not something I'm typically used to. So I was very like I felt a little awkward at first. I did too. And to our credit, they don't ease you into it. You yeah. literally, there's not even a door. You go in to your designated locker room area. You turn a corner. You turn a corner and there's rows of lockers and everybody is naked. Yeah. Right there. They're just standing there naked and you're supposed to find your locker in the midst of the maze of the naked maze. Yeah. The naked labyrinth. And you got to find your locker and then take all your clothes off. Right. And then change into their dystopian future t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. Or go into the like the gendered sauna that has like the hot tubs, the cold tubs, the showers, yeah. uh, and like another steam sauna and a like a dry sauna. And that part, like, I mean, I think changing into my clothes was fine. I feel like that's pretty normal. But like just sort of being just sort of like milling about out and about with a whole bunch of women who are all stark naked was something that I was like not at all used to. I was prepared for it, but I was definitely thinking there would be some sort of like, I don't know, some sort of easing in or something. And it was, it was definitely like at a a spa where they'll be like dressed down to your comfort level. Yeah. This wasn't that that. This wasn't that it wasn't. Yeah, it was. And they warn you, they say like, you know, this is not for the modest. So if you're mod, you know, just, be aware that it's yeah. very nude based and you're not allowed to wear like underwear or bathing suits or anything like that. And so it definitely was a little uncomfortable at first, but then, you know, you kind of get used to it. You get into your groove of like what you're doing. You pay attention to like how the treatments are affecting your body and you kind of just stop worrying about how you look compared to others or how others look compared to you or what others are doing and you kind of just sort of think about like, oh, okay, well, this is literally just like 
baths. Yeah. I'm familiar with baths. Like I, I've bathed before. Mm-hmm. I can figure this out. And so you kind of just navigate around and realize that like everybody else is doing the same thing. Everybody else is just there to make themselves feel good. And so yeah. you kind of get into this groove of like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. Um, and I think that that kind of comes with Ox new experiences is like you you start off in this area where it's not, you know, maybe it's something you never imagined yourself trying before. And then you're you there you are, you're trying it and you feel very weird at first. And then, you know, maybe it's something that you don't love, you know, you didn't enjoy. So you won't be doing it again. But maybe it's something that you're like, oh, okay, I'm surprised by the fact that I actually enjoyed this. And yeah, you know, you can look at it with like, learned wizened eyes yeah. second time you go you're way more experienced yeah like i one thing i tried to do was just like pay attention to how like how these other women were like enjoying themselves and like what products they were using like a lot of people had like sheet masks that they either brought from home or they like bought there yeah and i was like oh man that's really cool or they had like scrubs and like scrub brushes and stuff I'm like man where'd they get those and like now that i've been i know and the next time I go, I can yeah. learn something. I felt like I was able to get into the swing of things pretty easily. Yeah. I was talking to you this afterwards. Like, I feel like I'm generally okay with getting into the vibe of a group of people. Like, if everybody is You're being very naked. Thank you. <laughs> if everybody's naked and okay with it, it doesn't take me that long to also be naked and okay with it. Mm-hmm. To the point where I was like almost just walking around like, finger guns and high-fiving people just like i'm naked hey 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 all right yeah and i'm trying to be like wait a minute how many people here are okay okay with this and how many people are like i'm gonna pretend to be okay but if anybody makes any eye contact with me i'm gonna run or punch them or whatever guys are weird like that you don't i don't feel like i can really gauge where they are or like how defensive they're being i mean like the yeah the old dudes they're what they're whatever but there were a lot of young guys and, like, buff guys and, like, tall guys, short guys, skinny guys, every kind of guy. And I'm like, I don't, don't know quite where you are. I don't know quite if you're going to be, like, peeing in the urinal next to you if I'm not supposed to talk to you or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Guy etiquette in spas is weird. I'm sure I'll learn more about it. Yeah. If I start high-fiving and finger-gunsing people, I'll probably learn about it very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think that just, like, the the thing I wanted to bring about with this word is just that, like, Trying new things is always going to be awkward and especially doing something when you try something new that's out of your comfort zone or like on the fringe of your comfort zone, it's going to be a little weird at first and everybody and like I think that feeling is universal and I think it deserves a word that's, you know, that shows that it's a temporary feeling because the thing is, is once you've done it once once you've kind of figured it out and, you know, you can gauge your comfort level, you can attack it the next time, should there be a next time, with with that knowledge and with that yeah. power behind you. That's very well said. Thanks. People's wieners are so small, baby. Yeah. They can be. They can be. They can be so small. Really? I have never. I didn't. They're so tiny. They can they're be little, really small. Little beans. Oh, okay. You know, some people just have little beans and all power to them. It's fine. Okay. But this little little tic tacs. Some I of can't them. I can't imagine. It's just so wild. How many kinds of wieners there are? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. What? How many other kinds of wieners are there? Well. Okay. Go ahead. You have. Big ones, mm-hmm. 
medium ones, <laughs> uncircumcised ones, uh-huh. bushy ones, uh-huh. not bushy ones, uh-huh. uh, really low-hanging, floppy ones, uh-huh. uh, ones where the balls kind of eclipse them. Oh. And it's like 90% ball, okay. 10% winky. <laughs> and there's um, um, ones where the head is really big and it's like a mushroom. Okay. And there's ones where the head is really small and it's like a ballpoint pen. Uh-huh. And there's um, the rest. Okay. Which kind do you have? <laughs> All of them. Wait. Yeah, shit. Wait. <laughs> How many penises do you have? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That was not the right Gross. <laughs> This show is canceled. I'm an octopus. Ah. I have another word. Okay, good. <laughs> My it, word. His 21 penises. Is octowinky. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> My word is spluster. Drink your water and then react. It's again, spluster. What? Spluster. Okay. That sounds very silly. Spluster. Spluster. Sh. 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 Spluster. Is that when you have a blister and um, is that like, ooh, like a thin covering of a blister, like when the membrane just starts to reform, but then it pops again? That's gross. gross. No, it's not that. Okay, good. A spluster. A cluster bomb of extreme spice hidden in an otherwise innocent meal. <gasps> ooh. Mm-hmm. Tasty. Okay. A cluster bomb of spice hidden in an otherwise innocent meal. Go you're, on. You're, you're eating your chili. It's fine. It's rather mild. You're eating it. You're eating it. Rather mild. You take a bite. Holy crap, you're coughing and spluttering. You're on the floor. It's so hot. It's so hot. It's so hot. You're burning. You're burning. You're burning. Where did that come from? It's like, and there's one per plate. Oh, okay. So that, that's kind of like when all the spices like kind of form into like a little, a little ball pocket. Yeah, and you eat all of it in one bite. Okay. This is also common for me with Asian food. Yeah. I'll eat Chinese and I'll, if there's nothing there except when there is and it's like, ah, mm-hmm. I thought you were not spicy, but now you are. Yeah, that's a spluster. No. Okay. I don't know what causes them. I guess maybe just the lack of mixing of spices or maybe just... Yeah, poor mixing, mostly, probably. Or like, maybe there's a jalapeno in there, and there's a, you gutted all the seeds out except for one, and maybe the seed floated somewhere into it. Okay, yeah. You know? Just, I, I don't know, anything. Maybe you, you cracked some fresh pepper in there, mm-hmm. and you accidentally let a, a whole peppercorn slip into the thing. Oh, no. Yeah, and you just eat it, and you're like, ah. Yeah, that's a spluster. Okay. Have you eaten anything recently with a spluster? I was eating some of our delicious chili mm-hmm. that is now gone. Yeah. And uh, it is what contained a spicy thing that made me think of the word. What Not, was it? What was a spluster? Yeah. What was what, what? I think it was the jalapeno seed. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. It just happens sometimes. Yeah. It's one of those things that I think has happened enough that I hope a lot of people listening to this will be like, yeah, totally, that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, I have a question for you. Is there any, like, sweet equivalent of a spluster? Or does Mm. it have to be, or is a spluster just, spluster, just (laughs) savory? I'm going to have a hard time saying this word. Well, I've had enough hard time saying words. I thought I'd give you one. (laughs) Don't lick me again. I will. No. 
When you're least expecting it, okay, I'll I wait. will lick you. Um, is there a sweet equivalent where you hit a random sweet pocket? I don't know. Uh, if there is, I don't think it's intense enough for you to recognize it or well, for what, you to be surprised by it. What but. I'm thinking of is, are you familiar with the um, the product Swiss Miss brand hot chocolate mix? <laughs> okay, you've explained everything. I get it. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You know how like so it will hydrate most of it, but sometimes there's a pocket of powder that yes. doesn't get hydrated at the yes, bottom. Yes, so yes. you just get like a cocoa and sugar bomb yep, at the you bottom. Just randomly eat a cocoa. Yeah, Crumb. yeah. And sometimes it'll like sometimes it like the liquid, you know, the water will like encase the bomb, and it'll just sort of be floating about, and you'll just like get it, and you'll get hit with, yeah. you'll just like drink it down. And you're like, <coughs> it's a big old chunk of chocolate. <laughs> big old chunk of chocolate. Yeah, no chocolate powder. That's that's a thing. I think though, what makes a bluster so in, uh, notable mm-hmm. is the surprise of it and the intensity that it hits you with. Because you're eating something, possibly with somebody, possibly at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and you're eating and you're eating, and suddenly you're going, and you're like like coughing and choking and in pain. And people are like, what happened? Yeah. And you're like, there was a single piece of spice in there, and it all was in one bite. Uh-huh. Or, ooh, even worse, somebody's eating something that's spicy, and they're like, this isn't that spicy. I'm not really into it. I don't know. Pretty mild. Here, you try it. You eat a bite, and there's just bluster in it. And you're like, (laughs) and they're like, what is it, wimp? And you're like, I'm not a wimp. That was really spicy. And they're like, no, it wasn't. That's why a bluster is a betrayal of your trust. Okay. And if the food has one, it should go to jail. (laughs) The food should go to jail, Ava. The food should go to jail. Yes. Okay. I will put my foot down. I see that. Your feet both of your feet are down. Yep, there they go. <laughs> They're down. <laughs> Don't like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Has this happened to you? It has happened to me. I've been hit with a few splusters. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any way you like to try to pass it off um make it less awkward or are you just do you just succumb to it? I kind of well, like I'm not a flavor baby like you are. A what? A flavor baby. What does that mean? It means that you have the flavor intensity uh, handleability of a baby. Of a baby. Okay, I thought, I, you can yeah, handle the flavor intensity, like, a flavor intensity. Akin to what a baby can yes, handle. Yes, yes, exactly. I see. <laughs> okay. I'm not a flavor baby. So typically if I get hit with a spluster, I'll be like, ooh. But then I'll just keep going. Well, look at Miss Big Bridges over here. <laughs> Didn't know I lived to the fa- uh, flavor grown up. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I am a flavor grown up. <laughs> well, we'll see who has vocal cords at age ninety. I think I will. What? Because it'll melt y- yours. Nuh-uh. The spice will. Whose? Yours. How? The spicy food will will melt. I don't eat you. a lot of spicy food. What I'm saying is, like, when there is spice and lots of flavor, like when- you don't go blow your nose in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> When I take a trip to Flavortown, I enjoy it. <laughs> and Guy Fieri is waving at me, and he's like, come on in, Courtney. Join us. Don't ever say I would not enjoy Flavortown. Flavortown's fine. <laughs> Flavortown's not usually that spicy. I cannot enjoy Flavortown too much, but that's not my flavor babiness. That's my stomach babiness. That's mm-hmm. different. I'm diff- I'm a baby in multiple ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a baby with eight penises. 
Ew, no, you're not. Okay. <laughs> Don't say that. It's so yucky. I can't remember the last time I had a schbluster. I feel like I feel like they happen all the time, though. It just sort of like is one of those things where when you're cooking, you know, it doesn't matter how well you mix the spices and stuff. Sometimes stuff just like coagulates and a spice, you know, and spice just builds up into one area. And so you take a bite and you're like, huh? I think what happens to me, I think where it happens the biggest for me is probably on things that have like a generally mild flavor. And so it like that contrast of spice just really knocks you right in the head. Yeah. So like, for example, like it happens to me most like with scrambled eggs. Mm, yeah. So like I'll yeah, put yeah. like my cracked pepper on top. I'll do my like my salt and like maybe a little hot sauce or something. And like, let's say I, you know, I shake my hot sauce, my regular like three or four shakes. And like, let's say I just like accidentally shake it twice in one area rather than like all over it in different bits. And then I also put pepper and I also put salt. And so like all of it is like pretty well seasoned. And then I get to one part that has like a little bit too much of everything. And that's when I get like, oh no, (laughs) what happened here? (laughs) Who did this? Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, next time it happens to you, listener, just uh, think, think about us. Yeah. And think about the spluster. Think about Will's eight penises. Think about I'm, I'm. Hey, that's my burden to bear, and I'll bear it. I'm an eight winky flavor baby. Hey, do you think that the uh the <laughs> fact that you have eight penises has anything to do with you being like a flavor baby? Like maybe like. God was like, well, since I gave him so many penises, I'm going to take away <laughs> some of his flavor and, you know, digestibility. Ah, uh, yes. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh <laughs> away. <Yeah. laughs> God doesn't give with both hands, A blessing sweetie. and a curse. God yeah. does not give with both hands. <laughs> yes, the carrot and the spur. What? <laughs> Is that a parable? Yes. Is it? That was Will and Courtney's Word Club, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you can find a list of all of our words and all of our episodes with different levels of recording style. And quality. And quality. Uh, and more info about us at our website, wcword.club. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at wcwordclub. All of it and special links to the band known as Wolfpack. For the use of their song, Animal Spirits. I did it right this time. You did it great. And remember, folks. Will has eight penis. Eight winky flavor baby. Eight eight winky flavor baby. Make that your new Twitter bio. It's on a t-shirt now. Yeah. There it is. The eight winky flavor baby. like you again. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not nice. <laughs>